Good evening. Today is Monday, October 16th, and we are studying the big book of Alcoholics Anonymous. This week's chapter is a vision for you tonight, and tonight's speaker is Kimmy. And Kimmy, thank you. Hi, everybody. My name is Kimmy. I'm a compulsive overeater and a bulimic, and um, I'm glad to be here. Thank you, Carla, for asking me to speak. Um, it's a privilege to, to share my story anytime. Um, I hope that it's something helpful. If you are new to OA, I really encourage you to go to lots of meetings and hear lots of stories. Um, this is anything I say is just my story. And, um, and I hope I say something useful, but especially if I don't go to another meeting, like there's tons of them. And, uh, and, and all of them are so different, you know, I really am excited about this format, even though I'm nervous about it. So hopefully I, um, do Carla proud. Um, but I did pray before I came here because today I have a conception of a higher power that I didn't have a long time ago. And now today I did. So I kind of feel like, well, I prayed, so it's not my fault what comes out of my mouth because I prayed, but, um, uh, and 20 minutes tends to go fast because I like to talk. So I better hurry up and get on with it. Um, uh, a couple of things about me. First of all, I'm in Chicago. I'm from Chicago. And um, and if you're ever in Chicago, we have a couple of good OA meetings in Chicago. And I'd love to go with you sometime. Um, uh, I have been a compulsive overeater my whole life. Um, um, I uh, how long have I been? Um, I have been in OA. I have been coming to OA probably since 2009, 2010, seriously, but I did not stop my behaviors completely until, uh, November of 2016 is my anniversary. So, and what I mean by that is my abstinence for those of you who are new, again, if you're new, what works for me may kill you. So do what works for you, figure out what works for you. And I'm a big believer. I got a lot of opinions about this and 20 minutes is not enough time to give them all. But what I, I have a strong opinion about is that, um, you know, I have a dietitian, I have a therapist, I have a sponsor, um, I have a higher power. Um, and I don't know what anybody should be eating or not eating. And I don't like to talk about what anybody should be eating or not eating. So I just encourage you to get the help where you need it. Um, but for me, my biggest problem behaviors were binging and purging. Uh, it's not the only form that my disease has taken. I've been restrictive. I have over-exercised, uh, but, but at my core, I'm a compulsive overeater. And what I know today is that my whole life I've been starving for something and it's not food, but there was a time as a baby that I was starved for food. And so as soon as I could get some food, I couldn't seem to stop eating it. And I wanted food to do for me, um, more than it really should have done. You know, I wanted love, validation, encouragement, uh, I wanted to feel good about myself. I, I wanted to feel better. That's the truth. And for a long time, food helped me feel better. Probably food helped maybe save my life in some ways. And then it didn't, you know, or then it didn't. 
So I'm a compulsive overeater. I really, um, I'm also a bulimic because I have binged and purged. And I really, um, you know, like they say, my drug of choice is compulsive overeating. I purge because I compulsively overeat so much that I make myself sick. I have caused a lot of harm to my body, my mind, my spirit um, because of this. And, um, and I will tell you that OA has helped me. You know, OA has helped me. OA has helped me with a lot of things. First of all, it helped me stop the behaviors. You know, I don't binge and purge and I haven't in a long time. I don't um, compulsively overeat. I don't starve myself. I don't cut myself. I don't, I just, I just don't do a lot of that stuff. Um, I also don't talk to myself as meanly as I used to do. That was a benefit I never saw coming. Um, you know, so no matter what your behaviors are, a lot of us really relate to the disease in my mind, you know, like how I feel about myself, how I talk to myself, how I think about myself. Cause even in the rooms, I hated myself, you know, even when I was losing weight, I hated myself. I thought the biggest lie that I tell myself, and I can still tell myself on a bad day. I told myself this the other day, like if I lose weight, everything's going to be okay. Like if I lose weight, I'm going to be fine. And so um, I came through OA on the doors of AA. I was sober a long time in AA. I've been sober for 22 years, but I was sober like 10 years. And my AA sponsor took me to treatment because I was going to kill myself at 10 years sober. And I'm like, why is everybody else happy, joyous and free? And I'm not, and I can't stop eating and I don't know what to do. Um, and they had been telling me in AA, I remember going to an Al-Anon meeting once and a woman said, what are you doing here? You should be in OA. I wanted to punch her in the face, but, but like people have been telling me to go to OA for a long time and I just wasn't ready. Right. Like I loved AA. It's a party over there. You guys, if you don't know what AA is, it's fun. Who wants to come to Overeaters Anonymous? Nobody, nobody. We come here because we're in pain and we're demoralized. Also, because let me get to the chapter. So the vision for you is what I was asked to talk. Oh, I was, to, see, this is how I am at night. I swear to God, I'm like all over the place. What I can tell you is that I have a sponsor today. I talked to her today. Um, I sponsor other women. I was just told recently, don't sponsor any more women, but I'm happy to get outreach calls or phone calls from men or women. Um, uh, I have a sponsor. I have an abstinent date. I'm very clear about my definition of abstinence. Um, but I also feel like, I, I guess one thing I want to say, especially because I always think I'm talking to new people, is that this isn't easy. Whatever brought you here, this is painful. This is not easy. And you need all the help you can get, right? And I need all the help I can get. But it's not black and white. And I really wanted it to be black and white. I wanted it to be like AA. I came to AA. I had a drinking problem. I couldn't stop smoking crack. Couldn't stop sleeping with strangers. I had a terrible life. We don't have enough time for all that. But I came to AA and they helped me. They helped me turn my life around. I got all better. And I, and I stopped it. It was very black and white, right? But here it's not black and white. It's like harm reduction, you know? It's harm reduction. And, and even though your goals might be different at the time, really what we want is freedom from what they talk about in this chapter. The four, the four horsemen, terror, bewilderment, frustration, despair. And that's what we're all feeling, right? Eating is a symptom. Starving is a symptom. Bulimia is a symptom. Like, I don't want to, I don't want to live or I don't want to live the way I was living. You know, my whole life revolved around food and my body. 
my self-esteem is wrapped up in my weight a lot, you know, from a very young age, people were talking to me about my body and my weight. They were touching my body when they shouldn't have been. They were doing all kinds of things. My father was ashamed of me from the time I can remember. My mom was mentally ill. She didn't feed me. She said I was a fat baby, like just crazy, right? Like you don't recover from that overnight. You know, it's just, there's a lot of work that I do. And OA is one of those things, but I will tell you what I come to OA for. I came to OA kicking and screaming, but the best thing about OA and my AA sponsor used to tell me this all the time, go to OA, you know? And I'd be like, why? I'm in AA. Why? And she'd be like, because people are talking about the same things you're talking about. Like you're going to AA meetings, talking about your food problem. You're going to AA meetings, telling how you want to kill yourself and you can't stop eating. You need to be around people that get that, that get that at a deep personal understanding level. You need to be loved until you can love yourself in this area. And that's what I got in OA, you know, and yes, I work steps and I lost weight, I gained weight, blah, blah, blah. But I'll tell you, I love myself today. And and it shows in my actions. And even when I'm having a hard day, it's not like I'm thinking binging is not the first thing I think about anymore. I mean, I have a life outside of the food. Before it was all about the food, you know? I couldn't look in the mirror, my mirrors were covered. Sometimes I think when a new person comes to the meeting, I don't even know if there's a new person. You could be all be like here a hundred years, I don't know. But I'm gonna guess there's a new person. and. And when I was a new person in OA, I, wa I wanted to hear the specifics. I didn't believe because maybe they look like they had it together. Maybe you're a newcomer and you're like, wow, she's really cute. She's got it going on. She probably don't belong here. Oh, 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 I belong here, sisters and brothers. Let me tell you, like I could not stop eating. I will knock you down to get some item of food. I couldn't stop talking about it. I couldn't stop thinking about it. I couldn't stop. I went up and down on the scale. I was a hundred pounds more than I am. I was a hundred pounds less than I am. Like it didn't seem to matter. Like I hated myself and I wanted to kill myself and I couldn't stop eating. And yeah, there were certain foods that were worse than others that made me really strung out, but really I was miserable and I, I hated myself and I came to OA and it was really hard. Um, I mean, it wasn't really hard though. I don't want to make it sound like, Oh, don't come back. But this chat, I was asked to talk about a chapter. I'm talking about myself, my favorite subject. Okay. But a vision for you is a chapter in the big book of Alcoholics Anonymous. Okay. Some people come to OA and they work all kinds of stuff. Here's the other thing. There's no right or way, wrong way to do it. Find someone, do it. Just do it. Ask somebody you like that you feel comfortable with, who you feel like cares about you and ask them to sponsor you. Don't overthink it. If they sound nice in their comment, ask them to sponsor you. If they're reading the big books, fine. I'll read the big book. If they're reading the OA book, fine. I'll read the OA book. There's enough literature. There's enough time. There's no rush. You know, there's no rush. And the goal is to get a power greater than yourself that can help solve your dilemma. Right. And at first you don't believe that I get, I get hot flashes. At first, you don't believe anything is going to solve your problem. Nothing's going to solve my problem. I'm, that's what they say in the book. Yo guys. Hey guys at my hospital bed. You know, you guys are somebody's. I'm a nobody. I, I you know, I, I can't do what you can do. Yeah. If I can do it, if she can do it, if he can do it, anybody can do it. Like, 
But the goal is that we can't do it alone. I want to do it alone. I want to sit on my couch and I want to lay on my couch and I want to think about how I feel. And I want to think about how I'm going to feel and what I'm going to eat. And tomorrow I'm going to eat this and I'm going to not eat this and I'm going to do this. And I want to figure it out. I'm going to figure it out. And all that gets me is lonely, miserable, and, and engaging in my behavior, whatever it is in the moment and wanting to kill myself. I have to come here and I need to get help. I need to hear your stories. I need to hear that you get me, that you understand me because nobody understands me like you do. Nobody, not my fam my family never did. My friends never did. Nobody ever did. I never felt deeply connected to people until I came into 12 step. Because all I don't know about you, but I didn't get into any kind of recovery until I was 34. And I have been walking around with a long, hard time wondering what's wrong with me and why do I want to die? And nobody seems to get me. And I came into recovery and it was like the psych ward opened up and here we all are. And they get me. They get me. I love the psych ward. Oh, I've been in so many times. I love it. Give me an orange jumpsuit and a boyfriend and a, a meal plan. And I'm good. I thrive in structure. Okay. All right. So, but, but what this chapter is about newcomer or anybody who's listening to me is that, you know, this is, this is the hope and it comes at a pretty, like, it tells you what to do. This is the end of the first 164 pages, the most important pages in the book if you're a newcomer, because this is our design for living. This tells you, oh, what should I do? I don't know what to do. How do I do the program? It tells you right here every morning, get up, do this every night, do this, go do this, go help other people. Hi, you're selfish and self-centered. I mean this in the most loving way. I had a sponsor, Trisha. Oh my God. Best thing that ever happened to me was Trisha. This Trisha was my vision for you. This is all about how one guy helped another guy, helped another guy, helped another guy, helped another guy. That's the whole story. And how those guys helped the other guys get a higher power and come to depend on a power greater than themselves, what they call God, right? That's the whole chapter in a nutshell. And, and how that there's hope in the fellowship. There's hope in the belonging. There's hope in the connection, okay? Trisha was my hope. Trisha was my first hope. And she said to me, she would say stuff like, okay, you want what I have? Uh, okay, I want you to get on your knees and pray. And I'd be like, get on my knees and pray. She's like, you've been there before. Get on your knees. And I'd be like, Trisha. Or, you know, she would be like, hey, I would say, Trisha, I walk into a room and everybody knows my name. Kimmy, 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 sit by me, Kimmy, Kimmy, sit by me. And I don't know anybody's name. I can't remember names to save my life. And she said, oh, that's because you're self-centered. And I'd be like, what? And she would say it in the most loving way. Oh, sweet baby, you're so selfish and self-centered. Why don't you go help somebody? And I'd be like, what? I need to help myself. I can't pay my gas bill, Trisha. And she'd be like, I want you to go sit next to somebody who looks like the saddest one in the room. I said, I'm the saddest one in the room. Okay, look for the person that's the meanest person in the room and go sit by him. You know, go help somebody. I was picking up trash. I had three days sober. I know this ain't AA, but same thing. I was helping people. I was helping people. Somebody asked me, I had a sponsee. This is just my opinion. Remember, I gave a waiver at the beginning of the meeting. That was just my opinion. So don't listen. Take what you want and leave the rest, newcomer. Okay? Because I don't know what I'm talking It's late at night for me. I don't know what I'm talking about. But what I do when a sponsee says to me, oh, when can I sponsor people? I'm like, the minute you learn how to read. Go ahead, sponsor them because you need somebody to focus on other than yourself and your food. I need 
to help other people. I need to help a lot of people. I do a lot of service. I help a lot of people. I'm not saying this is for you, but five like minutes, Kimmy. Life, five minutes. Yeah. My whole life revolves around the constant thought of other people. Two things I need more than I need air and water. I really need some water right now, but more than I, I got like four glasses. I don't know what's in any of them, but I, what I need more than anything else is I need a power greater than myself. And for me, that could be the group. Now it's God because I believe in a God. I believe God gave me a miracle. And I believe that God has a job for me. God has a job for me because God knows you got a big mouth. Why don't you go use it for my glory? Go use it for my good. Go tell everybody what I did for you and go help other people to get what you got. Because why you're not so special. Why do you get what you get? God doesn't talk to me like that. God talks to me like I, I'm God's favorite. I'm just joking around with you guys. I am the favorite. So God talks to me like, you're amazing. You're wonderful. And I need you to go talk to this girl and help her. Oh, you're not sure who to help? Your phone's going to ring in a minute. Answer it. That's how you help. Oh, you're at a meeting and you see a girl who's never been there before. Go tell her who what your name is. Ask her if you, she can sit by you. Go, you don't know how to help somebody. Oh, your boss is asking you to do this. Go do this even when you don't want to do it. That's how you help people. Make your bed. You know, I mean, it's little simple stuff. It's not like, hey, I want you to go save the world, right? Where was I going with this? Okay, I need two things. I need two things. One is I need a power greater than myself, the group, the God, whatever it is. I need a power better than me to solve my problem. And I need people to help. That's what I need because I am selfish and self-centered. I want to think about myself and don't get me wrong, guys. Listen, there, I'm closing the book because I probably didn't even talk about the chapter. There is a lot of stuff. There's a lot of stuff. We come here with a lot of stuff, especially in this program specifically. I had a lot of pain. I have a lot of trauma. I have a lot of outside issues. I get a lot of outside help. I get, I have a lot of abuse. I have a lot of stuff, right? This is not my only 12 step program. And I work with people all day long that are in a lot of pain. And I'm not saying that, that we don't need comforting, that we don't need understanding, that I don't need to work on myself, that I don't need to be thinking about myself at all, because I can go the opposite way, right? Where I'll help you all day long and I'm not taking care of me. Like I love my husband. He is so delightful. He is so amazing. First of all, that's even a miracle. I should tell you that I met him in an OA meeting. What? I met. I never thought. I never had a relationship more than five minutes in the alley. I'm not even kidding you. I'm not exaggerating. And God literally dropped this guy on a Zoom thing. I wasn't looking for him. I wasn't. I thought he was a Zoom bomber. Who are you? Are you a Zoom bomber? No. Do you want to read how it works? Read how it works. And then he had a voice. And I don't know. I don't. The rest is history. We got married a year ago. But anyway. Where was I going with this? Oh, God, I can't believe I lost my train of thought. It felt so important. Oh, oh, how I can think about other people and not about myself, right? I can put my focus on other people and not really work on self-care. There's got to be some kind of balance. And I can't seem to get to that balance on my own. I can't decide that balance on my own. I can't, I thrive in structure just like in the psych ward. I still thrive in structure. So this is what I do every day. I'll tell you, I get up every day and I get on my knees before I do anything else. I'm not saying you got to get on your knees, newcomer. I got good knees. 
Actually, I got arthritis in one of them, but I still get down there because I've just been doing it for 22 years and now I'm afraid not to do it. I get down there, I pray, I talk to God, I talk to God conversationally throughout. Oh, I remember what I was going to tell you. Trisha said, I said, Trisha, I don't think there's a God because the devil's living inside of me. You know, I don't know what to do. I don't believe in God. She's like, oh, you don't? Well, you better because you need a miracle. So you better hope there's a God. Why don't you use mine until just pretend there's a God and just say, God, I don't believe in you, but will you help me stay sober, abstinent? Will you help me? And then at the end, if you're still that way, then say, thank you. I've been doing that for 22 years since May 12, 2001. And now I, I'm not, I'm not going to not do it. because I don't know if that, what's the formula. I don't know. So that's what I do. I call three people a day, call three people a day. It will change your life. Even when you don't know them and you're going to call three or five and maybe one of them you'll like. So then you call them again right? But maybe the other ones are glad you called because nobody's talked to them all day or something, right? That's service, right? Not everybody. I'm not talking about you guys. If you all called me this week, I really like you. I'm not talking about you, but sometimes it's just real life, right? Let's get real. We're not going to like everybody in the whole world. That doesn't mean I can't be of service to them. I might not like Carla. P.S. Who doesn't like Carla? But anyway, maybe I don't like Carla, but she calls me and she needs help. I'm going to stop everything how can I help you, Carla? Because not only because my life depends on it. I need to help Carla, right? Just like Cheryl helps me, just like Penny helps me. Like when I call, I'm calling and it's hard to call. So I call three people a day. I pray. I go to a lot of meetings. I do a lot of service work. Uh, oh, and I, and I, I, Oh, and I call before I'm going to engage in my behaviors. I saw somebody in the thing that's trying to get, I'm, I'm, I promise I'm finishing. That's trying to get, they got a couple of days. I don't remember the whole thing, but they got a couple of days and they're trying to do whatever they said, clean eating. I'm guessing you need abstinence. What I have to do is I have to call somebody. Hey, I'm about to do this. Now it's going to take you a while to get to, Hey, I'm about to do this. What you're going to do instead for a while is, Hey, I did this. Hey, I called up. I messed up again because we're we're destined to be ashamed of ourselves. We want our disease wants us ashamed and alone and isolated, thinking we're bad. So you're gonna call people and say, I did this again, and they're gonna come for you and tell you, I love you, I love you, but call me before, call me before, call me before. And one day you've called Carla so many times that now you're used to calling her. You're gonna call her before and say, Carla, I'm about to pick up this, I'm about to binge on this, I'm about to throw up, I'm about to starve myself, and something Carla's gonna say is going to save your friggin' life. And that's how it starts. And you're going to do it for the next person because we're all crazy on a different day. And that's the only reason that this works. Um, I'm so glad to be abstinent and free today and, um, and trust God, clean house, help others. Thank you for letting me speak. Thanks. Oh my God. Thank you so much, Kimmy. That's a Chicago girl for you. Love it. Okay, we'll now open the meeting for questions or for three-minute chairs. As this is a big book study, sharing and questions should relate specifically to the chapter and the step being studied this week. We asked you to accept this guideline in order to keep the meeting on track. If you would like to share or ask a question, please raise your virtual hand, which is under reactions or, or star nine if you're on the phone. I will call the raised hands. Well, the Zoom host is going to call the raised hands tonight in order and and ask, and ask the Zoom host will unmute, ask you to unmute when it's your turn. 
Would the timekeeper please set a timer for three minutes for each share and announce when the time is up? If the speaker is asked a question, please allow three minutes for the answer. Okay. Uh, and All right. Over, over to me. Thank you, Kimmy. All right. Let's open the floor. Amy B., please share with us. Thank you so much. Um, first of all, thank, oh, Amy B, compulsive overeater, living very gratefully in a recovered state from the food for today, one day at a time. Thank you, Yvonne, for your service. Thank you, Betty, for your service. Thank you, Betsy, for timing. Everybody who read, everyone who is here today, a part of our collective, and Kimmy, thank you so much for your service. Thank you so much for your energy, your honesty. You're like, look at what it looks like. A vision for you is about walking through this life as somebody who has a spiritual malady, a physical allergy, a mental twist, and a program of recovery. And I am so grateful for everything that you said. I'm so grateful that you were here tonight. I'm going to talk a little bit. I'm going to give a little testimony. I went to Region 6 convention this past weekend. Talk about gathering with our fellows, unity, service, fellowship, all sides of the triangle. I want to read from a vision for you on page 151. Um, For most normal folks, drinking or like being in our addiction means con convivality, companionship, and colorful imagination. It means release from care, boredom, and worry. It is joyous intimacy with friends and a feeling that life is good, but not so in those last days of heavy use. Uh, the old pleasures were gone. And that's what it was like coming into the rooms. That was what it was like struggling with those things. And then when you flip over to page 152, there is a substitute and it is vastly more than that. It is a fellowship in Alcoholics Anonymous, Overeaters Anonymous, the fellowships, the 12 rooms and across fellowships. I mean, I know we're not talking about outside issues and this isn't, you know, whatever. And also I learned so much from other people in the rooms who are in other fellowships, who have other perspectives and experiences, not only on what it's like to be an addict, but what it's like to work these steps, what it's like to walk through life and to find somebody out in the world who drops a phrase that like my head whips around. And I'm like, that person is in the rooms and you like drop a freeze back, you know, like just a little code, like a wet bird never flies at night. And like, they know what you're saying. Um, fantastic. Okay. It is the fellowship there. You will find release from care, boredom, and worry. Your imagination will be fired. Life will mean something at last. The most satisfactory years of your existence lie ahead. There we find the fellowship and so will you. And that is the experience that I had this past weekend with my fellows, those who were new, those who I had known for a long time, those who I had never met in person and like family that I was just, that's my time. I look forward to hearing the rest of you, Kimmy, again. Thank you so much. I pass. Thank you, Amy. Penny, go ahead, please. Hi, everybody. I'm Penny, compulsive overeater from Chicago. Yay, Kimmy. 
Um, wow, Kimmy. Wow, 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 wow. I, you know, when I went to raise my hand, my virtual hand, the laughing face, I hit the laughing face by mistake. And I'm like, oh, I'm just leaving it there because that's what I was doing the entire time you were talking. And uh, I just love you. You know, I mean, just the energy that you have. And, you know, you just reminded me, like, in this vision for you chapter down at the bottom on 152, it says, you will be bound to them with new and wonderful ties, for you will escape disaster together, and you will commence shoulder to shoulder your common journey. Then you will know what it means to give of yourself that others may survive and rediscover life. You will learn the full meaning of lo love thy neighbor as thyself. Wow. Like, that's exactly what, what you did tonight. Like, sharing just your energy about the, the, the program and your life and... I just was laughing and teary-eyed, and it was just unbelievable. Um, thank you so much. Um, I loved what you had to say about structure. I, before I came into these rooms, I so wanted to be a fly-by-the-seat-of-my-pants kind of girl. I thought that's who I was, and maybe I was way back when, but today I am just the opposite. Like, my structure is what saves my life every day. You know, like like Kimmy was saying, getting on my knees in the morning and doing my routine in the morning and making three calls a day. And, you know, that's it's a small price to pay for what I get from working this program. And, um, you know, like like you said, Kimmy, like everything before coming to these rooms, everything was about the food. Ev everything was about the food and my body. And and, you know, I have a, a sponsor today who reminds me, yes, I am selfish and self-centered and only God, only in my relationship with God can that be healed. So I am grateful to be here. I am so grateful that I, too, don't talk so meanly to myself anymore. Very rarely do I find myself doing that. And that is just a miracle, this program. So I'm grateful to be here. Mwah! Love you, Kimmy. Thanks. Thank you, Penny. Uh, Joe, will you go ahead and share with us? Hi, I'm Joe. I'm a compulsive overeater. Um, uh, been back in OA after a decades-long relapse um, for just about three weeks. I'm doing a meeting a day. This is a great meeting. I bookmarked it when I went to it a week ago. Um, so thank you all so much for being there. Here's what I heard, because I hear tick, 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 like this, not everything. I like your little things, but uh, being nice to myself, I I uh, am a workaholic in addition to being a compulsive overeater. I can, I'm compulsive about a whole bunch of stuff, but um, and I'm also a procrastinator and a perfectionist, and those three things make for really craziness in your head. You know, it's like, I must do the best job at all possible and impress people at all times. I must be uh, perfect and I'll do that tomorrow. So um, I ended up working entirely through the weekend and I'm way too old to do that. And I'm, I was so tired and I was so resentful and so cranky when I woke up today. And I thought, well, two things. One, I was nice to myself over the weekend and, and I, I literally at the end of Sunday, instead of being resentful, I was thinking, you did a lot of work. You did a lot of work, you old horse. You look at you go. So, and, but then I, I woke up so cranky and resentful and tired. And so I thought, I really need to call somebody. And I, I did. And it was exactly what I needed to hear. In the course, apropos of nothing, not addressed to any particular complaint I was making or 
thing this woman was listening to me say, this is what I heard. My life is a blessing and I have been given so many things. That's what I heard. And I it just changed my whole day. It completely changed my whole day. All of a sudden I could see how beautiful it was outside. All of a sudden I could think how lucky I am to have engaging work and people that I enjoy you know, thinking with and planning with and strategizing with. And I just, it just is such, I'm just pitching for, that's the other thing the speaker talked about is just pick up the phone, just pick up the phone and tell them what's going on because they're going to have, you're going to hear something you need to hear. And that's exactly what happened to me today. And it's exactly what happens to me when I go to meetings and I'm so glad to be here and I can't wait for y'all to tell me something amazing. Thank you. Oh, thanks so much, Joe, and keep coming back. We'd love to keep seeing you. Uh, Carla, the uh, sidekick and a, a star co-star to Kimmy, come in and share with us, please. Thanks, Yvonne. Oh, Kimmy, good grief. You know, I have so many jewels on my road to recovery from you. I'm so grateful for you and, and the energy and the joy that you brought to me in recovery. And I just want to say I'm Carla, a compulsive overeater from the Bay Area of California, and I just want to welcome everybody home. If you are a newcomer, we welcome you with open arms. And if you're coming back, we welcome you. And if they, if you've been here a hundred times, this is a place that we really are home. What do you do at home? You take your shoes off and you sit down. You know, you come all the way in, you turn a camera on or you don't turn your camera on. <laughs> you know, whatever you do, it's okay. You're right where you need to be. And when we come in here, I came in here, y'all are blithering idiots. <laughs> I haven't gone much farther, much farther from that now, but I, I didn't know what y'all were talking about. I didn't know the recoveries talk. I'd never heard of it. I didn't know what anybody was talking about, but I thought that if you said it helped you that I needed to do it. And y'all, I was just chasing my tail. Cause I don't know if y'all have noticed, but people have all kinds of ways to recover. <laughs> and so I would do one thing and then I would hear, hear the opposite and I would do the opposite. Finally, I told my sponsor, I said, I don't know what to do. I, I, I'm doing this. And it, it just, I'm just so upset by the time I get through with what's supposed to help me. And she said, well, why are you doing it? I said, cause they said it would help. And she said, is it helping you? And I said, no. And she said, well, quit doing it. Who knew you could quit doing things that don't work? I had done my entire life. Y'all, I was already 65 when I got here. I had lived a lifetime for a lot of people already. I didn't, I didn't know what I didn't know. And I was so confused. And today, here's what's happened to me. I crawled in these rooms a short time ago, four years and five months. I haven't been here very long, but I can tell y'all one thing. I'm not the person that crawled in here four years and five months ago, but it was done to me, not by me, but not without me. It's a daily choice. And I am not a, let's, uh, let me do this every day. I'm not that person. I live by the set aside prayer, asking God to set aside everything I think I know, because I think I already know it all. And so as I get new ideas, it puts me in a place, God, may your will and mine be one, which keeps me in a place that I, my mind can be changed. And y'all, my mind needs to be renewed continually. And then as I do outreach, some days I talk to 12 people and some days I talk to two sponsees. <laughs> you know, I don't know what today's going to hold, but here's my position. I can set my intention to follow a power greater than me 
to be abstinent and to allow my mind to be open to a new way of thinking. And I shock myself. You know, when I talk to people, the things that come out of my mouth, I need to hear. It needs to go in my own ears. That's what this program does is we are together. Exactly where you are is exactly where you need to be. And however you're recovering is your way. Thank you. We have different fingerprints. We have different DNA. We have different recovery, but y'all, we're all on this road together. Thanks for being here with me and welcome home. I'm still muted. Thank you, Carla, for that share. Uh, Kathy, come on in. Hi, everyone. I'm Kathy. I'm a compulsive overeater. And um, first, Kimmy, thank you so much for your share. I uh, really appreciate your sense of humor. And um, I really got a lot out of some of the things you said validated. I, I'm in also in AA. And this program is hard. <laughs> You know, I've had a lot, I've been coming since 2021 on and off and um, I'm just coming back again. And I really appreciate your saying, talking about the two things that are needed, the higher power and somebody to help um, keeps it really simple. I've tried to figure this out a whole lot and it doesn't work. Um, I was coming to this meeting, I think in May or June and I got sick. I got pretty sick and it was a GI thing. And I, and I, it's the first time in decades that I wasn't hungry. I just couldn't eat. I I couldn't eat. And then I didn't want to eat. And then I got better and man, did I want to eat? And it all came back. Um, so here I am. <laughs> I am five days abstinent or six, I think. Anyway, I, I, trying not to really count a lot. And I went to that um, conference this weekend that Amy was talking about, and I loved it. It was great to uh, hear Amy speak. And also um, just to talk to people. I've only been to Zoom meetings for OA. And I miss face-to-face meetings. I miss the, you know, just the being able to talk and, and reach out and hug and all that stuff. So, um, but here I am at a Zoom meeting. So uh, thanks everyone for being here and I'll pass. Thank you. Thank, Thank you. Thank you, Kathy H. Thank you. Uh, the recording is will now stop uh, for unrecorded questions or shares.